0: Welcome to the Mindful Living Podcast. I'm your host, Athea Davis. Are you ready to become the person everyone loves, including yourself? Imagine being filled with purpose, joy, and focused energy every single day. I guide kids to gain their inner calm and adults to spark their inner child. Each week, I will give you fun, practical, and relatable, mindfully infused inspiration, insights, and information that you can directly apply in your life, family, and school or business. So, let's get started. Happy day, friends, and welcome to episode 9 of Mindful Living, the podcast. Today, on episode 9, we're going to talk about Say Yoga What? I decided that I wanted to do a little episode on this yoga stuff. I mean, I am here with you guys each week talking about mindful living and all the ways that looks and the ways that we practice mindfulness and we live mindfulness looks different. Whether you're five or 105 and yeah, there are some things that are similar, there are some foundational pillars. But I was talking with a friend the other day and she was mentioning that she didn't really connect to yoga or going to a yoga class. And she shared with me that, you know, my I just have really tight muscles and I'm just not so great at stretching. And it had me think about, you know, I wonder how many people think that yoga is all about stretching. And you might be wondering, this is mindful living Athea, why are we talking about yoga? And I'm going to get to that in just a minute. But I wanted to share a personal story as well. You know, years ago, before I ever started working and teaching in health and wellness, yoga, mindfulness and meditation, I swore I would never try yoga. It was not for me. I mean, I was a runner and I enjoyed Pilates to build some strength, but I thought, I just, I didn't think it was for me. And you know what else? Like my friend, I thought that stretching stuff isn't for me. I really had that that vision in my mind that yoga was all about stretching. And here I am, years later, absolutely loving it. It's changed my life and the thousands of students from the young ones to the older ones to the in-between ones I've seen time and time again, it can transform your relationship to life. You know, and you may be saying, "Ah, Athea, my life is okay as it is. And I want you to know that I love it that your life is okay as it is. And you know what? We have the opportunity to grow and get better every single day. And I truly believe and believe that the science backs that this can have a profound impact on our brain, our body, and our heart. So it definitely is a tool that we can use for all areas of growth, for our brain, body, and heart. So back to yoga and mindfulness. We're gonna get into that relationship here in just a moment, but what I want you to know is it not only stretches your body, Guys, it stretches your mind. And this is one of the things I absolutely fell in love with as I began to practice then began to study and teach yoga, mindfulness, and meditation. That it did have a profound impact on my mind, which had a profound impact on who I am today and who I'm growing to be. So it really altered my traits as a person and made me into a much sparkly, brighter uh, mom and professional and partner and all the things that we are to all people. So first I just wanna dive in just a little review. We're not gonna dive too deep into the the studies, the academic studies of yoga. I know some of you might really enjoy that and maybe in a series later on in the podcast, I will do a series. I don't know. I wanna know what you guys like. So I always welcome feedback, so let me know. But today we're diving into the say yoga, what? Well, yoga means union. So yoga is a Sanskrit word And it means union. And yoga, it's part of an Indian, an ancient Indian philosophical tradition. And I like to think about yoga as not just a philosophical tradition, it's a life system. And a really great life system that relates to many life systems that are familiar in our religious traditions. You'll, uh, there's a lot of correlation and alignment with some of the uh, some of the practices and precepts of yoga that are quite aligned with many of the religions of the world. And that's why you'll find that yoga is practiced in many of the religions of the world. So that is becoming more and more, part of uh, religious organizations and what they offer for their members uh, to you know to help them along their path in their religion of choice and that's one way um, that uh, you know that it's used and others use it just as a life system as part of growing and getting brighter and you know better a, a version of themselves every day and One of the things I wanted to read to you, I'm not going to read a whole lot, friends, but I came across this quote when I was prepping for this podcast and I thought, you know, this is what I want you to know what it means when you hear the word yogi. So yogi is someone who follows the path of yoga. And remember, yoga means union. Remember, you kind of think of it as like bringing the the heart space and the body and the mind all together to function well, to function positively and in alignment with each other. So I was looking at Light on Yoga by BKS Iyengar. And anyone that has maybe looked at yoga a little more deeply will understand that this is Uh, the, uh, you you know, um, authority on yoga postures. So a lot of you are familiar with yoga classes and what you see physically happening on the mat in a yoga class, this is the authority on yoga postures. But he has some comments in Light on Yoga and one of the quotes I wanted to read you guys is, well, what is a... Yogi. Okay. So I'm going to read this to you. Yoga is not for him who gorges too much nor for him who starves himself. It is not for him who sleeps too much nor for him who stays awake by moderation in eating and in resting by regulation and working and by concordance in sleeping and waking yoga destroys all pain and sorrow. So that gives you a little background, a little kind of bite size. Hey, if I were to take the entire system of yoga, what does it mean? I think that really sums it up. I think it does a really nice job to talk about, you know what, it is about balance. It does matter. And it is a tool that can help alleviate pain and sorrow and suffering. It doesn't mean that you won't ever feel those things but it can help you have a different relationship to the pains, sorrows, and struggles that you may have going on in your life. And, you know, one of the things that yoga does is not just makes the body strong, like I said, we're familiar with seeing those postures in a yoga class, but it calms the mind by using breath, a mindful breath. In yoga, it's called pranayama and it's actually part of the yoga system, but we're not gonna talk about all the systems today. We're we're gonna I'm gonna highlight two. But yoga calms the mind. And see we want the mind calm because the mind can get really restless. And it can be really hard to get things done, to focus, to stabilize and regulate our emotions. Those things can our little emotional gremlins can come up and get in the way of us really trying to connect in a positive manner with others, whether it be our children, our students at school, our colleagues at work. So it helps calm the mind, that restless energy in the mind, and it helps direct that energy in constructive ways. So like I said, yoga is like a life system and yoga consists of eight limbs and limbs is just another word used for stages so there are eight stages but in in the yoga tradition it's called the eight limbs of yoga now i've mentioned a couple and we're not going to focus on those today one that you guys know of when you think of yoga just like i did and just like my friend did Oh, it's that stretching stuff I'm no good at that. That is the postures or those are the postures that you see when or that you see or you experience when you go to a yoga class. So, the Sanskrit term for that is asana. It just means posture. And though those are really great and can make your body strong and there's a connection to how how you use your body in the sense of you know, making sure it gets plenty of exercise and it can help, ha, you know, have a positive impact on your, on your mindset space that, you know, having a strong mindset that one of the, again, powerful things about yoga is that there is, uh, there are, or I should say there are a couple of other limbs, limb six and limb seven that I'm going to focus on today. So limb six is dharana, which is concentration. And this is why you'll often hear mindfulness and yoga go hand in hand, is that this limb, dharana, concentration is mindfulness. Mindfulness is focused attention on one thing at one time. It's concentration. It's training the mind, training the brain to concentrate. And then the other limb, we're going to talk about is dhyana meditation now you might think well what's the difference between concentration and meditation and they are quite similar dharana concentration is just when you start to bring your intention with an eye To focus your attention, with an A, on an object. The object can be a candle. The object can be a focal point. Other than maybe like a candle could be a focal point, but it could also be a stationary spot on the wall or or on the floor. It could also be your breath. And meditation... Think about it as, and how it's defined, there's another text that's often referenced that contains and is the authority on the eight limbs is the, or are the yoga sutras of Pantanjali. He kind of codified these eight limbs in the sutras. And it's the continuous flow of cognition Towards that object. And you might be thinking, Athea, okay, what does it mean, the continuous flow of cognition toward that object? Well, I'm happy you're thinking that because there's this nice little story that will give you a visual and it will help you understand the difference between concentration and meditation. Because you often are in Dharana and concentration. I mean, you are. That's where you start, and then you go into meditation. But there's a lot of training in dharana and concentration before you ever really, really get into truly meditating. Now, you may be saying that you're meditating, and I think, and 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 you are right in some sense. But most of the time, it's this training your your mind to be in that state of concentration, and then once you become skilled in that. You go into a meditative state where you have the continuous flow of cognition toward that object. Now here's the visual. So think of it as pouring oil. And this story comes from the sutras. Pouring oil from one pot to another. Just a continuous string. Pouring oil from one pot to another. Whereas if you're in dharana in concentration, that you may have interruptions you may concentrate on the candle, you may concentrate on your breath, and then you might get interrupted with a distracting thought. And then you start all over again, focusing on your breath. It's totally normal, and it happens to everybody. But, here's the difference. Once you get into a state where you're not having to redirect your attention, and then suddenly you realize, oh wow, I meditated for five minutes. That was really fast. You were in that state of Diana in meditation, and don't don't worry, friends. If you if you're like you know what, Athea, I just can't sit still. I can't do it. Uh, it's frustrating. Hey, I get it. No worries. It is hard. I it's tough, right? Just like any skill, it just takes time to train the mind. So if you're not there yet and you haven't had that experience of I'm going to try this meditation thing. Guys, just give it some consistent practice every day. All right? So just hang with me here on the podcast because I'm going to have a lot of tools to help you really get this going in your life. Again, whether you're 5 or 105. So remember that visual that comes from the, the yoga sutras, pouring the oil from one pot to another, very steadily continuous stream. So that the meditator, that would be you and the object you're meditating upon. Again, that could be your breath, the candle. It could be, um, you know, a spot on the floor. Whatever that object is, it is just steady. I talked about this the other day on my Instagram post. My son and I, my older son and I went mountain biking. And I love mountain biking for many reasons. But one of the things that I really enjoy about mountain biking is that I get into a meditative state. Oftentimes you'll hear athletes and musicians, artists talk about the flow, the zone. It, yes, it's just like that. You are just, you are so focused, I was so focused on the trail and you know, I've practiced a while uh, you know, how to ride my bike on a mountain biking trail That once I'm in that steady flow, that I'm not in doubt or frustration or worry or whatever distracting thought comes up, though that can happen. And so then I use my tool, my object could be, okay, I've got to come back to my breath to get out of that state of mind, then I can get back into my meditative state on the trail. So I'm going to give you guys a couple of tips here, and I've also created a little freebie I wanted to give you guys, but before I tell you about it, I'm going to share a few of those freebies, a few of those freebies, a few of those ways, a few of those tips. Well, I guess, I mean, they are freebies, right? I want to give you guys practical, relatable, and fun information to inspire and empower you to go out and spread your awesome sauce, sparkle, and joy. So here are a few tips to not only stretch your body, right? Because that's a common one we know. There are yoga classes all over the place, in churches, in private studios, at the YMCA, on the soccer team. They're here, there, and everywhere, and it's amazing how far and wide that that practice is spreading because it, because it is so good for your body. But, you know, so working out the kinks of the body, right? That's one. You guys know that one. The asana, you can attend a yoga class, catch them online. Sometimes you'll find me posting in my private group that I'm going to offer a free class online. I did that a couple of weeks ago in my group, my private Facebook group. Today's going to be awesome sauce. The other one, it is asana-based, meaning physical posture-based, but I really like this one because you don't have to go to a yoga class to get the benefits from it. It's a power pose, and it's victory stance. It's simply just taking your arms up into a wide V and using your mindful, deep, intentional breath while you have your arms in that wide V shape. It opens up your front body and puts your body and mind state in a powerful, energetic state. I bet you can think of a lot of situations that you could really use that one, right? Maybe before an important conversation with your kids or your partner or a colleague or you're trying something new and you're kind of anxious about it. The third one is guided visualization. This is where you may not be looking at an object like a candle, like a spot on the floor, or some other stationary object, or using your breath as that object, but you're listening to someone's guidance as the point of focus. And this is kind of like a tip and a tip. I have a free guided visualization from my funny bones meditations and You can go get that right now it's for The classroom, but before you say oh for the classroom. It's not for me guys It's for ages 5 to 105. You're gonna love it. It's Called rooted and free. It's from track one of my funny bones meditations, and you can go get that if you visit my Instagram, at Athea Davis, and you click on the link in my bio, and you'll see Funny Bones Meditations freebie. So guided visualization is another one that helps stretch our mind. And I have a couple more that I have put on a freebie for you guys. So you can take this sheet and... You know, in case you forget, you can write notes and it has tips and why a little, you know, little notes on why this works and why it's great, but you can go grab that on my website, soulcenseyoga.com forward slash yoga tips, soulcenseyoga.com forward slash yoga tips. So before I head out today, guys, on episode nine, Of mindful living the podcast we're talking about say yoga what exactly yoga not only stretches your body it stretches your mind and you'll you know recall my story I shared that it's funny how you say I'm never gonna do that or it's not for me and here I am um, you know teaching and you know leading trainings and doing all this stuff with yoga, mindfulness, and meditation, and loving it. It's truly powerful for your mind, for your heart, and for your body. And I just love all the science coming out that backs what all the saints and yogis have been saying for thousands of years. And if you stay with me on the podcast, I'm going to be sharing all the information coming out that's research and evidence-based. In fact, anything I share with you will be researched and evidence-based, friends. I want you to get real practical information that you can use day to day in your life. Okay, so yoga is a philosophical tradition. It's a life system. There are eight limbs or stages, and we looked at two of those limbs today. So remember yoga means union and it's a philosophical tradition, ancient Indian philosophical tradition, and it helps calm the mind so we can redirect that restless energy that occurs in the mind at times in constructive ways, right? I mean, we want to do that because in order to spread our joy and sparkle out into the world, we've got to learn how to work with this restless mind stuff. And I know it may seem like you can't do it, but friends, I promise with practice, a little bit every day is gonna go a long way to helping you go spread your joy and sparkle in the world. Okay, the two limbs we looked at are dharana, concentration. Okay, dharana means concentration, that is mindfulness, that's focused attention on one thing at one time. Again, that's when you're focused on the candle or focused on your breath or focused on some other stationary object that's not moving. And when you concentrate long enough, you get into a state of a, a continuous flow state or a continuous string that's called dhyana, meditation. It's the continuous flow of cognition towards that object. Okay, and, and I told you that story pouring oil from one pot to another. So go check out that freebie, guys. I have all the tips that I shared with you today. We went over working the kinks out in the body through asana, power posing with victory stance, guided visualization freebie that you can go get on my IG. Profile by hitting the link there at a Davis from funny bones. It's called rooted and free and That's what I have for today. I have some interviews and I'm lining up again You know as, as I've mentioned before this is not an interview only podcast I will come with you or with you. I will come talk to you each and every week But not every week are we gonna have an interview I just want to connect with you, friends, and share the tools that I know that have changed my life and thousands of students' lives uh, over the years that I've been in this work. So, with that said, don't forget your freebie, Solson Yoga forward slash Yoga Tips. And before I finally leave. I've mentioned, you know, Instagram already, but you can also hang out with me on Facebook and Twitter, at Athea Davis and at SoulsonYoga. Guys, you know I'm always promising the sparkles and good vibes to get you motivated and moving and grooving into your best self. And remember, on Fridays I go live, and I actually I'm going live on a new platform to th- this coming week. When you hear this podcast. I will already be going live. So just mark your calendars for the next Friday. So I will be going live, I have been going live on Instagram and Facebook at 9am. Instagram, at Athea Davis. Facebook, at SoulSenseYoga by Athea. And then now I will be going live on Twitter at 9.30 and my Twitter handle is at SoulSenseYoga. So make sure to join me there for some additional insights, information, and inspiration just for you. And here's the thing, guys. I have all kinds of of amazing things coming your way, but I want to hear what you really love and what you want to know more about. So that way I can make sure that I'm getting you the content you're really connecting to. So make sure you rate and review the podcast and leave me some love, leave me some comments, and i always, always read those and respond. I will eventually respond. If you enjoy Mindful Living, the podcast, take a screenshot on your phone and put it in your stories on Facebook or Instagram and share it so others know about this podcast. All right, friends. I'm going to sign off for now, and I will see you guys next week. Thank you for listening to the Mindful Living Podcast with me, your host, Athea Davis. Think of me as your extra sparkly, good vibes, and no-nonsense guide, reminding you to take intentional action and choose to be the person today you want to become tomorrow. The world needs your sparkle, your joy, your gifts in action. Speaking of, I have a free gift for all my podcast listeners. Go now and subscribe to my email list and get your free health and wellness guide, Awesome Sauce Insights at soulsandyoga.com. And take a moment to rate and review my podcast on iTunes or wherever you may find yourself listening to Mindful Living with Athea Davis. I truly appreciate your time and feedback so I can continue to deliver valuable content to each of you. Until next time, have an awesome sauce day friends.